0: Hello and welcome to the Homestand Sports Podcast with me, Albert Vartanian. On today's podcast, football, football, and you guessed it, more football. We're looking ahead to the first weekend of the NFL season. We've got some picks and I've got some questions. Like, does anybody actually believe the Bills are going to go into New York on 9-11 and beat the new New York Jets with Aaron Rodgers making his debut on Monday Night Football? I don't think so. what about Tua? He suffered two very serious concussions last season that had the guy considering retirement. How many more blows to the head does this guy have left? And I'm not making light of the situation, but it's a question that needs to be asked. If he can't go anymore and gets injured in week one, what does that mean for him and obviously the Dolphins? And what about Joe Burrow? Joe Burrow gets paid. The Bengals QB signed a five-year million extension that includes $219 million in guaranteed money. He's now the highest paid player in NFL history so my question is the obvious one How much is Patrick Mahomes worth? To help me answer these questions are two of my favorite football guests the only two football guests I've ever had really Justin Pooney and Sean McCormick. So without further ado I'm Albert Bartanian. Welcome to Homestand Sports. Alright, let's welcome in Sean McCormick, Justin Pooney. How you doing, Justin? Kind of like
1: slandered us a little bit, saying that we're your favorite guest, but like we're your only guest. Yes, but it's the
2: truth. You yes. are my favorite. Just take it for what it is, man. Yeah. We're, we're on the, we're on top. This is
1: your debut. Is this your
0: debut, no, Sean? No, no, we did the uh, Otani pod. Oh, that's well, right. How's Otani nah. doing these days? Otani's doing great. We're not going to talk about Otani, <laughs> but we are going <laughs> to talk about <laughs> Thursday Night Football. The Lions mm-hmm. going to Arrowhead. Justin Pooney, and shocked yeah. the world. Who called that? I, I mean, you, I mean, you said last that? week that it was going to shock the world. I don't know if it was shocked the world. I think
1: what shocked the world was that Travis Kelsey didn't play. And I yeah. was surprised that Travis Kelsey could not go. Of course, HyperX had a knee. it was very swollen and stuff like that. We saw Chris Jones on TV, but he was in the stands, not on the <laughs> field, which which was weird because a guy that holds out generally isn't around the team, <laughs> but nope. he was at the game, I guess, for whatever reason and apparently he was at a Chiefs charity event a couple days before so yeah
2: he's still a part of the team right like you like check out the banner which he was a big part of obviously yeah. big huge in the Super Bowl last year and and you're still on the team he's just yeah, not happy with his but, contract but don't you think it's kind of like weird for like teammates like guys that are in the locker room
1: are prepared to go to battle and they see him sitting in a suite with his two henchmen Small bosses. As, and, as, I,
0: I I found it strange too. I'm like, this guy's holding out. He told the reporter that mm-hmm. he hasn't talked to the front office, the Chiefs front office, in a week. They're not anywhere near and his he's number. The stadium, and what? he's at the game with with you know two guys from The Sopranos.
2: Well, the team's trying to get ready for the games. Firstly, so right. like, it makes sense to me that contract talks are off at least for mm-hmm. the first little bit. They have until I think week eight. Uh, uh, the bye week, yeah, yeah, and uh, before like uh, the his contract won't count towards the the season if, if he does if he doesn't play week nine, mm. so he'll he'll be back soon and they'll they'll restructure the deal. You see all these deals getting made yeah. like in the last week or so. Bosa. Uh, yeah, Bosa's, Bosa got paid. Uh, the guy from the Cowboys got paid. Um, Tarn Steele, yeah, yeah. And, and you know now Burrow got paid last night too, mm-hmm. so which I think was real petty by the that way that was awesome I was
1: awesome with the with I'm watching the game and then I get a text during the game. okay we'll see what I looked at the, the break. Mm. And I saw that, oh Joe they announced a Joe Burrow contract like, right after right after kickoff. yeah, and we know the rivalry between the Bengals and the Chiefs right now. I thought that was very petty. But also, I loved it. Mind games. It's building the rivalry, right? It's trying to steal the thunder from the game. And when the Chiefs to be celebrating, you know, celebrating their Super Bowl win last year.
0: Yeah, Mahomes had to go in the back after losing at Arrowhead to the Lions and read that. Maybe it doesn't really mean anything. Mahomes is going to get paid eventually. But, Sean, to you, I mean, Burrow hasn't—he's never won anything in the NFL. No, yeah. Right? A comeback player of the year. He's made the Super Bowl, sure. But he hasn't done what Mahomes has done. Sure. When Mahomes is ready to re-up his deal— What's that number going to be like how much is he worth to the Chiefs not only to the chiefs actually but to the NFL I mean he's the he's the when
2: it's synonymous with the NFL now like he is uh, you know now that Tom Brady's gone he is the guy for the mm-hmm. NFL I think so uh, it's important that he gets paid uh, obviously he's he's on contract until I think 2031
1: yeah the but I think ten-year. they'll end
2: up restructuring it he'll get more money like he's still getting paid well. But he's not getting paid, you know, Deshaun Watson money mm-hmm. or Joe Burrow money, Justin Herbert money. So he's going to want to get that money, Absolutely. and, and <clears throat> but he's also a team guy who restructured his contract in the first place so that his team could compete. Right. And I guess they have right, exactly, <laughs> winning Super Bowls and and, and making it to the AFC Championship. That's Honestly.
1: why I think he did the ten-year contract because they can just start pushing the money back, and it gives him so much flexibility to restructure it and stuff like that yeah. and add money on. Look, we know Chris Collinsworth was salivating at the mouth every time he could talk about Patrick Mahomes. He called him the Michael Jordan, all this and that. Look, Patrick Mahomes is the best player on planet Earth. He's on a trajectory to be the greatest football player who ever lived, right? But we saw last night that football is the ultimate team <laughs> game. You saw what happened when his safety blanket, his security blanket, number 87, Travis Kelsey, is on the sideline wearing athletic gear and not wearing pads,
0: right? Sure. You saw how was my- He was in his civvies. <laughs> street <laughs> clothes street clothes, man yeah yeah what did you just call it civvies, civvies yeah. Yeah. yeah civilian gear yeah civilian gear you never heard that no come on don't Justin. don't say Cooney. that ever. It's, an yeah, it's an army term, term. yeah army ah, term. Okay. we used uh, to have it when i was in high school it was civvies day you don't have to i wore uniform I went to a catholic school so you got a rock okay. uniform so, yeah, so yeah, like to... it'd be civvies day yeah, yeah. Yeah, i get to wear my my nike velour suit you know yeah so <laughs> I, get, <laughs> I can on, picture but... it now a nice little i wore a nike velour uh... suit one time i swear to god to auto class. How hot were you? To auto class? Yeah, oh I was on fire and I got oil on it. Oh. <laughs> I, people still talk to me about you that to this it. day. They're like, what are you doing? I don't You're know. Trying I, just, to, I was trying to, impress I was them, trying to be cool, man. Be I thought it was, like, you know, it was like, Nelly, you, you know, sure you were. I thought it was like Nelly, you know. you have the chest hair
1: flowing then too?
0: I had no chest. I had no hair. Oh really? I was short. I was like stubby. You're a
1: hairy guy, so I thought you I'm a hairy
0: dude. I know. I know. I got some hair. We're gonna talk about my hair right now. I
2: think like what I loved about yesterday and what I love about the NFL in general is just Overreaction. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <It> overreaction <clears throat> to just about everything that happened yesterday. Oh, the Chiefs need to go and find a wide receiver. Oh, the Lions are the best team in the league. Oh, like the refereeing, like everything. Yeah. Just, I mean, and I love it. You know, all mm-hmm. the Twitter. I was tweeting a ton last night. Um, and just, it just that's what the NFL is. Yeah. We overreact mm-hmm. to every single thing. Uh, and and I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. And and none of it is true because the Chiefs will be fine. Because Kelsey will be back, and then they'll get less of the defensive pressure on those uh, Mm -hmm. wide receivers, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, The Lions are good, but they're not elite. You saw a few mistakes that they made yesterday, both in coaching, on the field. I think that they're going to be a good team, a playoff team, but they are not uh, an elite Super Bowl contender, in my opinion. And then the refereeing yesterday was absolutely oh. trash, at Thanks. least from the, uh, the offensive line standpoint. I thought it was a fairly called game, aside from the 94 penalties that uh, that the Juwan, was a Ta- Taylor Ta- should Taylor. have had. Yeah,
1: but I, uh, so I was listening to some stuff after the game, and apparently, like Lane Johnson does this all the time, right? And I'm it, sure happens. A and lot. I, I'm sure like. Like that's all it is. Everybody's trying to get an, an advantage. Look, the refs—if they're not gonna call, I'm gonna keep on doing it. hundred percent. Right? And the, it, it took the like what the fourth quarter till they finally called them on it. Um, but I think when you look at like you mentioned, Sean, I like there's some mistakes that the, the the Lions made. The running game wasn't that good. The platoon thing with Montgomery and Gibbs, I like it. I know that what they want to do. They want to you know they want to get Jameer Gibbs the. Uh, you know, the more of the Alva Camara role, right? He's a pass catcher, kinda sure. that thunder and lightning technique should have had thing. a touchdown too. You should have I bet on him to get a touchdown <laughs> <and> he <laughs> fell. Anyway, but from what I saw, you know, the golf played well. Right, yeah. he played very well. He was controlled. You know, they, he had some pressures and stuff like that. Almond Ross and Brown had a very good first half. Remember, this team is missing Jameson Williams too. You know, got caught betting and then mm-hmm. I missed miss the first six games. Yeah. But the, the one thing I, that really stood out for me was when they went for it on fourth down was in the first quarter when they're backed up in their own end zone and they got and they successfully uh, converted it. That to me shows on fourth that, down. Fourth down, excuse me. Um, that shows me that Dan Campbell and the mentality of this team is that we are. No longer the sad sack Detroit Lions, we are now a new Detroit Lions. We have a different mentality. We are not afraid anymore. We're not this dumpster fire of a franchise. I
2: don't know, man. Why didn't they do that in the fourth quarter, though? Yeah, that's a good question. You're on the Chiefs 40, it? and, yeah. and it's fourth and three, and you're punting. And like to me, like giving that's, Mahomes that's the ball, that's yeah. That's cowardly, right? You yeah. don't want to give Mahomes the ball with I think it was like five and a half minutes left. Uh, mm-hmm. They punt. And then the Chiefs came down and scored, I believe, um, to take the uh, to take the lead. Yeah, um, and it's just to me, it's like you. I understand that the defense was playing well, mm-hmm. but that's Patrick Mahomes on the other side of the field. That is, and if Kadarius Tony, who again. Uh, he Again, get, overreaction. I think he'll be okay as long as he stays healthy. Like <laughs> you're not going to have four drops or whatever you had yesterday. Kadarius Tony he should get fired on his day off.
0: No, he shouldn't. No, he should. Get fired no, on he on should. He'll be listen, okay. I just wonder. My big. I don't want to spend too much time on yeah. on Thursday night football, and we'll get into the games this weekend. But I just wonder if Travis Kelsey was in that game, how many how many targets does he get? And actually, the other question is, you know, is Tony and the other. You know, receivers. Are they dropping those balls at the way that they were at that rate with Kelsey in the game? Uh, It's different because, like Sean mentioned, when Kelsey's
1: on the field, he garners so much attention, right? Like he is the best tight end in the game, one of the best pass catching players in general in football, right? So he has such attention that opens up lanes for other players. Mm -hmm. And you saw what happens. Like Mahomes doesn't play in the preseason; he doesn't have the reps that he has or the the chemistry he has with these younger receivers as he does with Travis Kelsey, right? Where you know, at the end of the game, where the ball's gonna go in crucial situations, it's going to eighty-seven. Everybody knows it. Mahomes knows it. He knows it. Other team knows it. Everybody in the stadium knows it's going to eighty-seven. Yeah. Eighty-seven can pull it down. But um, you saw last night just the lack of chemistry and just the lack of trust that he had. And that pick-six was kind
0: of Kadarius Tony's fault. He should have secured that catch. But I think, Tony, to cut you off, but I think Mahomes trusted his guys. Yeah. They just didn't. They well, just he has didn't, to. He has they did did to somebody. They I, didn't didn't execute, see, I, right? did, I did
1: see a lot of, <clears> of, <throat> of frustration on Mahomes' face. You got to be. How can you not be would frustrated? To him after every, yeah. know, drop. If,
0: if Kelsey's in that game, they win by 14.
2: I would think nah, so, too. They, they dominate that well, game. Well, think about Kelsey's this, right? Game.
0: So what was the line? Six and a half? And then the Kelsey news came out, and it dropped to three and a half. Maybe not 14, but comfortably. So I'm just saying, Kelsey being out of the game. Yeah. Made that line drop three points. There's not a lot so of that. That's a way you can you know assess his value. Yeah, there's not there's a lot of points. guys
1: that can that you said, non-quarterbacks that hold that much value on you know points. Right. And he's I,
0: getting older too, right? He is, and I think like it's a transitional period for that. You're
1: we, as much as we think this Chiefs dynasty or this dominance will run for its course for a while. You know you lost Tyreek Hill. Travis Kelsey's getting up there in age. You know, Chris Jones isn't getting any younger. There's going to be a lot of turnover on this roster. Yes, Mahomes is going to be the constant, but, you know, you've
0: got to figure out ways to replenish those weapons because right now it's Kelsey
1: and not really anything
0: else. Yeah, you not. never know, though. I mean, anything can happen. Think about it. They, you know, lost Tyree Kill. What do they do? They followed up with a, <laughs> with a Super That's Bowl, true. right? And true. look at me you know, when Rodgers was at Green Bay, you know, over the years, that team yeah. actually got better. You know, 10 years yeah. into his time, you got Devontae Adams, who's maybe the best of the bunch, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I wouldn't write off the Chiefs. Two big storylines, obviously, coming out of that game. The Chiefs losing at home. What does that mean? Super Bowl hangover. The Lions, they actually look legit. It's just a, is this a one-off, or are they going to go on a the run Lions and win the not play division? that
1: good either. So no, but, was, but they was, look good, right? Yeah, they, they
0: look good. They have a plan. They know what's going on. Okay, let's move on to the games this weekend, because there's some phenomenal games, uh, starting with Monday Night Football. The Jets, <laughs> the Bills at the Jets. Um, I mentioned off the top, the question was, you know, do people actually think the Bills are going to go into New York, 9-11, yada, 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 and take down yeah. Rodgers and the Jets? I'm, I'm not completely convinced that the Jets win the division. I'm not convinced that they, you know, they go on a run and win the Super Bowl. But the first game of the season, with all this hype, and tons of question marks around the Buffalo Bills, people are kind of counting them out. Is this, uh, for the Bills, you know, a statement game? to show, like, hey, we're still the dominant force in, in this division, Sean?
2: Yeah, I mean, it, it's going to be a very tight game. I, I I think that the Bills, they have similar teams to what they had last year. Uh, the Jets have a lot of turnover. Obviously, you have a turnover at the most important position. It is a statement game for both teams. Mm-hmm. You want to come in and show that if you're the Jets, that you can hang with the Bills, and they, they showed it last year. and I'm not saying that they didn't, but you want to come and punch them in the mouth and say hey we're here we're the favorites we deserve to uh be we're we're, we're going to take over this division now and the bills are doing the opposite they're trying to, to to say hey like you guys have some shiny new toys but we're still the best team in this division yeah. so i love it i love this game i think it's a it's a great story i again this weekend even we'll get to to uh the cowboys and the giants right so to have those two games on sunday night football and monday night football back to back is huge for new york huge for the nfl uh i i love both these games and and i think that the the bills come in and they actually show the jets that you know what i mean that they're still the, the and they get the it division.
0: done yeah the jets are two and a half point home dogs against mm. uh, the buffalo bills Taking on the champs for the Jets, Justin, too much, uh, too tall of a task for Aaron Rodgers and the boys? No, I think, look,
1: <clears throat> Aaron Rodgers is familiar with this offense. He knows Nathaniel Hackett's offense, right? So that excuse is out the window, right? He's been there all offseason building chemistry with guys like Garrett Wilson. He's played with Alan Lazard. He's played with Randall Cobb for years, right? Dalvin Cook is there now. Um, the offensive line for the Jets is a worrisome point for me. Now, DJ Reed came out earlier this week and said the jets defense is going to be like the 85 bears and the 2013 seahawks come on i don't know about that all that but like sean mentioned this is a big statement game i think for both teams like you mentioned i think for the bills it's this stefan diggs and josh allen what's their chemistry going to be like Are is is stefan diggs is that whatever happened at the end of last season has that been resolved no is he happy to be there right or if he doesn't get the ball. Or, you know, he doesn't get a ball at a certain point in the game, is he going to throw a tantrum? Is he going to get upset? Is he going to get in Josh Allen's face? Then what happens with that? Then with the other question with the Bills is, again, no running game, right? Mm-hmm. James Cook, you'll be trusting James Cook? Sure. Okay. Then they have no Leslie Flazer this year as a defensive coordinator. That's a big thing, right? There's a new defensive coach in there. Is this going to be the same defense? And the other thing with the Jets is this. Robert Sala. He is the ultimate scapegoat this year for the New York Jets. If this season does not go well for the New York Jets, you can bet your bottom line that Robert Sala will be gone.
0: Season, I'm. Th- I want to pose this question to you guys. <laughs> okay, so the Jets' me. schedule coming up is extremely difficult. Yes. They got the Bills on Monday night. Then they go to Dallas. Then New England, the KC at Denver, Week Five, which to me that's just a W. Put that one. That, been, that one's been on the board. Since the comments from Sean Payton, <laughs> sure. uh, and then Philadelphia, they head into a bye week, week seven. Then the Giants and Chargers. That's an incredibly yeah. difficult Look, schedule. So let me ask you, Justin, just to start off with Sean. I want your take on this as well. Yeah. Um, if if they win, you know, two out of their first six games, let's just say, even three out of their first six mm-hmm. games, you know, does Robert Salah lose his job? He could because there's a lot
1: of pressure. I don't know. If, I don't know if they're going to make a firing in season. It kind of might be what the Broncos did last year. Right? Remember they fired Nathaniel Hackett with what the last couple weeks of the season, was it? What did they no, fire I think he made it. That to was the season.
0: Yeah, I think so too.
1: Which coach got fired at the end of the season last year? I forget. But anyway, it might be, I don't think that you're gonna fire a coach at the end. It might just be he might know he's gonna get fired at the end of the like Nathaniel Hackett, we kinda figured he would, uh would get fired. But um it's the, the Jets are going to win in Dallas next week because Aaron Rodgers always wins in Dallas. But you don't know that. Uh, come on, he owns no. the count. Yeah. The I'm talking, he reason,
0: owns reason the- I'm posing that question is because, the, w- hold on, the window with this Jets team isn't that big. Aaron Rodgers is older. Yeah. So maybe let's say you have maybe two solid years left in Aaron Rodgers. Are you really going to wait until the end of the season to get rid of a coach who's who's underperforming with that team, it's Sean? the NFL, though. It's
1: so hmm. hard to fire a coach midseason, right, Sean? Like, it's it's... There's systems and, you know, unless it's like you're just elevating Nathaniel Hackett up to head coach, which we saw how that went last year. No, thank year, you. Right? Like, you. I think the Jets are good enough that it should be, they should be competitive, right? To the point where they'll be in the playoff hunt at the end. I don't see this being a situation like Denver last year where it was a unmitigated disaster. I think Aaron Rodgers understands this offense. It wasn't like Russell Wilson going to Nathaniel Hackett. Aaron Rodgers and Nathaniel Hackett are very close. They've been together for years in Green Bay. So I think this is going to work. You mentioned the schedule, right? They could be like two and what? Two and four going into the bye week, right? It That's not that bad because I think Aaron Rodgers, if you give it time, we've seen this guy going to extended winning streaks, right? So I think just relax and let the th- first couple weeks of the month play out for the Jets.
2: Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not worried about Salah, like as as he'll maintain his job as head coach. You've got Hackett worrying about the offense. You've got Salah worrying about the defense. Mm-hmm. And Aaron Rodgers is a fine head coach, right? <laughs> I mean, he's got the experience, and he's got like right. the you know the they he's got both the coach's ears, uh, coordinators ears. He he he's got the mind for the game. Uh, I think the Jets do have a bit of a rocky start. It, it happens when you mm. bring in new people uh, and, and a new quarterback to the system, new offensive coordinator, etc. I know, I know they're familiar, Justin, but that's a tough schedule in a lot of fifty-fifty games. They yep. could easily be, you know, five and one. They could easily be three and three. I, I'm not worried about that stretch of games for Salah. I do agree with you that he's got a short leash, but it's also who can they replace him with, right? Yeah. So I, that's why I feel like it. it John it, it's, Gruden. Midseason, no. <laughs> midseason, I think it'll be okay. But afterwards, I think maybe if they have a, if they flame out at the end of the season, maybe right. they look yeah. at it in the offseason.
0: Why does that seem like a perfect fit, John Gruden? John Gruden. I don't I think he's with working Jets.
2: with the club quietly. He was right now. No, he was working with the. Uh, Is he trying
0: Saints? to just finagle he his was, way back at, in?
1: He was at Saints training camp, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, I, I, he's, he's, ironically, working with Derek Carr, which was funny. He's, he, think he's but, working um, with the Saints quietly. Yeah. And then, sorry, the quarter the coach that got fired last year was Matt Rule of Carolina. Oh, and they yeah, brought yeah, in Steve yeah. Williams. He's back to college, right? Yes, now he's back
0: to Nebraska. Yeah, yeah. That's what it was. That got fired. Right. Okay. Maybe Salah gets fired and Eric Bieniemy comes over and takes over the head coaches on New York Jets. No, I think he's likely. Probably not. I think the Chiefs missed Eric Bieniemy last night. I really do think that. In that same division, another team who I think could contend for the division title, if their quarterback stays healthy, the Miami Dolphins. Mm-hmm. They uh, they're at the Chargers. So my, you know, Tua's health is a, is a major storyline. Not only for him, obviously, because you know two major concussions last season. He's talked about how he's doing judo and jujitsu and learning how to fall. Which uh, I don't know enough about those things. I don't know how much that that that's going to actually affect him when he gets hit by three hundred pound linemen. Yeah. But I feel like, and I I think he probably does too, considering that he considered retirement, that he's probably one more concussion away from retiring. So for the Dolphins, if that happens, if the unfortunate thing happens of Tua going down, what's next? Like you got Mike White and Skylar Thompson in waiting. Yeah, You know, for the Dolphins, I feel like if they lose their QB... That's it. Their season is over unless they go and acquire somebody. They, they would, but who? Who? There's no one that can be as good as Tua. You're not going to find uh, an elite QB one no. in the middle of the season.
2: Yeah, definitely not. Uh, and I don't know who they would even have available because, like, some of the higher end backups, I don't think other teams would want to give up. Cooper like, Rush, maybe. Yeah, like a, you know what I mean, like a Jacoby. The Brissette. ATS,
0: the ATS king, Cooper
2: Rush. Yeah. I, I, so yeah, it's a huge concern. I mean, the the, the Dolphins uh, didn't fare well. Enough when they uh, yeah. were were relying on those players last year with Tua out of the lineup. Obviously, they were a playoff team, and then that didn't that didn't uh, work out so well. Uh, but they they held their own against the Bills. Yeah, they enough. Did. So uh, yeah, I, I mean I love Tua. I hope he can stay healthy. He's he's good for the NFL. Uh, he was I wouldn't say mvp type numbers before he got hurt last year but he was up there and uh i like him to win comeback player of the year this year Ooh, oh
0: here we wow. go again i already like, the reason why he mentioned that sean mentioned that and he's laughing is because he said the only person winning comeback player of the year is Demar Hamlin. hanlon that's if he play all he has to do is play a single snap you know i'm not making fun of the situation but he he died on the field mm-hmm. he did and if he comes back and plays, that is the ultimate comeback story. Yeah. Nothing even comes close. I, Chuck. Look,
1: there's been a lot of, and what happened that night uh, in Cincinnati last year was obviously a very scary. And it was horrible. It shook up the whole world, right? It it did. Um, the goalposts of comeback play. Look, I love Geno Smith. He's my quarterback. But the fact he's Gino, my quarterback. The that Let the G- people know who you support. The Seattle Seahawks. There you go. Um, but. The fact that G- Gino won Comeback Player of the Year, and I got kind of tired of, like, defending defending him because it's just like, I don't think you depend him on. Yeah. You, but you Like, you have to have certain guys, but you're right. Like, um, when you look at Tua and you look at his, the ability that he had, we saw with Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill, um, and this Mike McDaniel offense. Mm. They're explosive, Sean. Yeah. And I think with Vic Fangio coming in, who you know very well from his time in Denver. Yeah. Um. He's going to, you know, take that, put that defense in shape. Guys like Bradley Chubb are going to be able to get after the quarterback. Christian Wilkinson, you still have Xavier and Howard. They're going to get Jalen Ramsey back. Canadian Javon Holland is on that defense as well. Um, I think that you talked about, we talked about the Bills and the, the Jets being, you know, fighting for the AFC East Crown. Why can't Miami? I actually think Miami's got
0: the best they chance to win can. this division. Well, that's what I said, though. I think they can. But yeah. it all as good as you know Waddle is and Tyreek Hill, if you don't have Tua there, it's not going to happen. It's true. I'm sorry. Well, it's not going the, to. That's the
1: biggest if, right? right. But um, I think this team, if, My, if Miami can stay healthy and Tua can play 15 games even, yeah. right? I think they win this division. I think they're the best team in this division. And I think the fact that... And another advantage... Well, you have, think they're the best team in the division? I think so, right? Okay. They have the best wide receiver. In the division, they have you know the who's third. saying he's going to go for two thousand this year mm-hmm. too. Yeah, I mean you have Jalen Waddle might be the the third or fourth best. They yeah, have two sure. of the top five wide receivers in the yeah. division, right? Mm. Mike McDaniel is the best offensive coach in that division, right? Yeah, I agree with that too. Um, so I believe that this team has the chance to win the division, and I think they could be a dark horse
0: yeah. if they stay healthy to make a run in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, comeback player of the a year. Odds, according to DraftKings, mar Hamlin minus two eighty five, yeah. just behind him, Tua plus two thousand, Russell Russell Wilson plus no, two. That's not see, but, see,
1: how can he be the comeback player of the year? Because it's Russell Wilson, if it's year? the narrative.
0: Yeah. But listen, the two hundred one. If Tua plays a full season, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna challenge Jamar yeah. Hamlin and, and, and,
2: and MVP. And, and again, I, I don't want to make light of that situation. No, but, and we're not we're not doing yeah, that. But we're, we're talking um, we're talking odds. We're talking but what we these, think. Both these teams, the Chargers and the Dolphins, uh, and even the Bills to an extent, had injuries to their quarterbacks mm-hmm. midway through the year and it sort of derailed their their season. Josh Allen played with a hurt elbow. Tua was out with head injuries. Uh, you know, Justin Herbert like rib- fractured his ribs rib, yeah. early in the season, and, and they and and they still had pretty good years. Yeah. Uh, so like, if they can stay healthy, you know, we saw Mahomes with his ankle in the playoffs yeah. too, right? Like these these guys are elite of the elite. And if they can fight through these injuries and, 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 and perform at those levels, imagine what they could do when they're healthy. And, and all four of those teams could make a deep run. I'm very interested in this game between the Chargers and the Dolphins. I think it's a tight one.
0: Yeah, it's a sneaky good game. The Chargers uh, laying three points against Miami. Okay, let's move on. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys, who <laughs> I feel like over the past week and a half, two weeks, have been getting a ton of love, like Super Bowl-winning yep. type yeah. of love. Uh, Mr. Mike McCarthy... Taking over the offense, I think to me that's probably the biggest storyline uh-huh. with with the Cowboys. Also, Dak, and that's, yeah. you don't know what you're going to get from Dak. But when you look at the Cowboys this season, you know what's your if you look into your Justin Pooney Crystal ball, <laughs> like, ball. What do you see? Um, I see a really good
1: defense. I see a guy in C.D. Lamb who's emerging as a top wide receiver in football. But I also have a, like questions at some of the biggest positions. Can that offensive line stay healthy? They're older, right? Sure can tony pollard come back from his pretty severe yes. injury from last year and be the bell cow running back he'll be fine You i yeah. think so yeah did you take one your fantasy team is that what you're saying no no i just <laughs> think oh. he'll be fine i mean he,
2: he ran pretty well in preseason <laughs> he, did, and, and, he did and i just think he's he's a very good explosive running back uh they don't have a lot if he gets hurt so that's yeah. uh, that's interesting. Deuce vaughn, Deuce, Deuce Deuce, vaughn Deuce yeah vaughn. uh dowdle yeah um but yeah, no, I, I like I really, really like the Cowboys, too. I have them making the NFC uh, championship, championship game. game. Wow. Oy, uh, oy. I like them and the 49ers, and the Eagles are obviously up there, too. But I would say right now it would be 49ers and, and Cowboys for me. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, the big question mark with Dak. But, again, he was hurt last year, too. Fractured his thumb in week one, right? He, right. he sat out for the minimum four games, right? And then he comes back, and he leads, leads the league in interceptions. In so, yeah, just a... Another question mark, but I think guys that have proven it before and have a good track record, like Dak Prescott, I'm not too worried about. And, and they bring in a shiny new toy for Brand, when Brandon New yeah. Brandon Cooks, Brand- uh, again, a thousand yards in like six of his nine seasons or something. He's mm-hmm. a, a very good wide receiver when he's healthy. So. Uh, yeah, and Justin said the defense is good. They led led the, the league in pressure rate last year, third in sacks. Like, mm-hmm. This this team is good from Look, top to bottom. They they, they have the, probably the best defensive player, in my
1: opinion, of Micah Parsons in the NFL. Yeah. But what it comes down, I love Dan Campbell as a defensive coordinator, but what it comes down to the first two names you mentioned, Mike McCarthy and Dak Prescott. Can Mike McCarthy actually be the leader and call plays offensively that are going to put Dak Prescott in the best position to win, right? Mm-hmm. Because some, when you saw He's not as mobile as he is before, right? Once he broke his leg, he lost a lot of mobility, right? He's getting older, right? He's in a con- sticky contract situation where he's got two years left on his deal. After this year, are they going to re-up the deal? What they, what's going to happen, right? Dak Prescott saw Trey Lance come in. They didn't consult with him before they brought him. But now I'm not saying Trey Lance, that's something to look at. But what I'm saying is Dak Prescott has been given everything since he's been with the Dallas Cowboys. He was given a prime Ezekiel Elliott. He was given... You know, Amari Cooper, he had Des Bryant, he's had always had a very good offensive line. He had now is a great defense, right? Time to bring the goods to Dallas. Right? It's time now, right? Dak Prescott's getting paid a forty million dollars, which again, right now is not a whole lot. Yeah. But at the time it was a you know the record breaking contract. It's still a lot of money. It is. And it's a whole lot of expectations. And Jerry Jones does not have a whole lot of time left on this earth, right? Oh, God. He's probably right. He's probably right. Poor Jerry. No, but but Jerry is not... Nobody's inevitable. No, I know. You're right. uh, If anybody could... It could be yeah. Jerry, right? I, it could Father be. Father Time.
2: Unde- oh, I don't want to tr- sidetrack this, but they put this weird AI thing of him in the Cowboy Stadium. Oh, I did see really? that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. weird. I, First
0: I, of all, knock on wood for Jerry Jones. No, I, <laughs> I know Father Time is undefeated, but you know, don't put the kiss of death on I'm not guy. putting the kiss no, of
1: I mean, uh, a little bit. You said really. foreshadowing. No. no, I'm saying but Jerry's done. A, Jerry's one of the most important figures in NFL history, but what he's done for the NFL, Yeah. right? What I'm saying is he wants to win so badly, Right. He's invested all this money into this team that it's time to... He hasn't won a, been to the NFC Championship game since 1996. 27 years ago. That's insane. Like, 1996. Ima- imagine that. The biggest franchise wow. in all of sports yeah. has not been in a conference championship game in 27 years. It is time for the Dallas Cowboys to hit that level.
0: Well, the Cowboys open up on Sunday night football. At the Giants, Daniel Jones, uh, Mister Moneybags, and Saquon Barkley yes. uh, returning for the Giants. I don't know what to expect from these guys this season uh, in that division. This is a divisional matchup, obviously in the NFC East. Yeah, I mean the Eagles are you know projected to win the division. I don't think I don't see the Cowboys uh, beating them out. But where does that leave the Giants, Sean? Uh, fringe wildcard team.
2: I expect a bit of regression for this team. Mm-hmm. I I love Brian Dable, uh, Daniel Jones. Uh, can't get it done when you're just throwing 15 touchdown passes in the NFL. Uh, ran, ran a lot last year. He doubled his run production from he was 60 attempts to mm-hmm. 120 attempts, uh, 700 yards, and like seven touchdowns last year. If mm-hmm. he can continue that, that'll be good for him, uh, but... Still a lot of question marks, a uh, little, mm-hmm. you know, wide receiver rooms, not that deep. Uh, I wouldn't even say they have a one on their team, really. Uh, Darren Waller yeah. has some injury uh, concerns. Uh, so, yeah, I expect the Giants to lose this weekend. And, yeah, to be a fringe wildcard team? We'll see if, if Dayball can keep them focused and, and, and if Daniel Jones can take that next step. That's that's the key for me. I don't think he's got it in him. I think he reached his pretty close to his ceiling last season.
1: I like the Giants, to be honest with you. I think that, you know, you have Saquon, you have Daniel Jones, you brought in uh, Darren Waller, you have, you draft the wide receiver in Jalen Hyatt. Uh, I, I, I kind of like what they got there, right? They, they kind of shocked the world, everybody, a little bit last year. Uh, but I think they're a playoff team in the NFC because they
2: played in the NFC. They had a negative point differential last year. That's fine. That's you know, fine. the thing I, with Darren Waller, I think I, I, yeah, I feel like, year two I feel like this season
0: is two guys who, who really hold the keys to the Giants being successful. One obviously being Saquon, Saquon Barkley, on. and he's probably going to go off. He really wants to prove himself. Sure. A lot of these running backs are in the similar situation. Mm-hmm. Josh Jacobs are going to want to prove themselves. You know, Barkley has shown what he can do, and then it's Darren Waller. Darren Waller can be a top three tight end in the league if he's healthy. I top two. Those are, yeah. I mean, those are two two incredible options. Yeah. And if Daniel Jones, listen, he's not going to throw as much, but he can use his legs. Yeah. He's not a bad running quarterback. So they, they have, have the pieces, pieces there, right? They do. On defense as well. You never yeah. know with the, with the Giants. Uh, so. We'll see. The Giants-Cowboys, as I mentioned, Sunday Night Football. Let's wrap up with uh, uh, one more game. So these are our best games of the weekend. Mm-hmm. And it's the Bengals against the Browns. Ooh. We touched on Joe Burrow. He just got paid. He's going to be playing this weekend. My question for the Bengals is, can they do enough in this game against the Browns? The Browns are 8-2 and two against them in the last yeah. 10, by the way. Can they do enough to, to protect Burrow in you, this game? Burrow, he's yeah. injured. Yeah. Well, uh, he practiced it always. was either so okay, there was a there was a slight injury, obviously he got hurt at practice, and part of that probably was also a hold up for this contract, I'm assuming. No one wants to mention that, but probably. Sure. But if the Browns defense can get to this guy more often times than not, and we've seen this Bengals O line, hmm. you know, there's there's holes in this in this O line yeah. for sure. If if they can't protect him, what does that mean for the Bengals in this game and even moving forward this season, Sean? Well uh
2: yeah, I mean it's it's gonna be tight. Uh, the I'd say Joe Burrow, uh, his Achilles heel so far has been aside from maybe the Chiefs, but he's had some good luck. He beat the Chiefs in the playoffs. But too. but uh, it would be the Browns. The Browns are four and one against him. Uh, Ten touchdowns, five interceptions, sacked eighteen times against the Browns in those five games. Yeah. So that's I mean that's problem. that's a that's a big yeah, problem. Yeah. That's a problem, mate. <laughs> um So I don't know. I, I I like this game a lot too. That's why we're talking about it. Uh, it's and a lot of questions on both sides of the ball, but. Um, if they can't protect them, again, you, you got to worry about these guys who you just gave a lot of money to. Their health is, is paramount because mm-hmm. similar to what we talked about, it's like if Joe Burrow goes down, who who's there for the Bengals, right? So Agent McCarron?
1: Yeah. That's the backup, right? Yeah, yeah.
2: But look, um,
1: it's going to be tough, right? Because they just got Orlando Brown, the left tackle from the Chiefs. They brought him over. He kind of sw- swooned everybody. They had, of course, spent all that money the year before on, on the offensive line after what happened in the Super Bowl. But it's gonna to be tough because, like you said, Cleveland plays them well. You got Zadarius Smith and Miles Garrett on the defensive line for the Cleveland Browns, two elite pass rushers. Um, Joe Burrow, though, he's got that it factor, and I think we can. He might not be as flashy as Mahomes. He might not be athle- as athletic as Lamar Jackson, as big as an arm as Aaron Rodgers. But what he is, he's cool Joe under, cool. He's cool under pressure.
0: Yeah, you can't right? be that cool, though, and if you're limping around he, the field. It helps when you've got two number one wide receivers on the outside. Yeah, but it doesn't T-Hagan. help when you've got an O-line who doesn't care
1: about you. But the thing is, Joe Brown has <laughs> got to get the ball out quick, right? He knows. He's had to play with a bad O-line for the
0: last couple of years. He I knows know. How to, and they still win. And by the way, uh, just a correction, his backup is rookie quarterback Jake Browning.
2: Oh, yeah, McCarron went to the USFL or something. Yes. Oh, right, yeah. 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 Um,
0: 27-year-old Jake Browning, 6'2", 209 pounds from that's Washington. Some good, that's some good intangibles. Yeah, whatever that means. The, the Bengals, uh, two, it, uh, like, Dolphins are in trouble if Tua goes down. The Bengals, see you later. They're toast. Well, if that's
1: a team, right?
0: Like, how many games, honestly, how many games would the Bengals win without Burrow? So, so again, like, what might, would you put their over-under at? i say four and a half. Six?
2: No, they'd win more than that. With yes, who? <laughs> They'd, Jake find Browning. Some, they'd find somebody. They'd find somebody. Are yeah. going to call Ryan Fitzpatrick? You'd probably call McCarron.
0: <laughs> oh, that's
1: true. Yeah. <laughs> but well, like, I mean, they got Nathan. You can call Nathan Rourke. He's on the practice squad for the Jaguars. Yeah. Okay. Call, call Kid Canada. Big Nate? Big Nate. Yeah, I mean, there's a the lot of
2: options. They they figure it out. You can't again. What you, you talked about earlier when these teams have these windows, you have to take advantage. Mm-hmm. And even if you lose Burrow for the season, God forbid, uh, yeah, you have to do something it. to try and figure it yeah. out, right? So yeah, uh, that's what they would do. Knock on wood again. We're Talk not trying. We're not trying death, to get yeah, yeah. Yeah. Knock on wood. Jesus. Knock
0: on wood for Tua. Knock on wood for Burrow and Jerry Jones because uh, Justin <laughs> doesn't think he's going to be alive uh, for a very long time. Unfortunately, how old is he? He's what 88. Dude's old. He's old, but he's pretty sharp though. He's sharp. And he's sharp. Light. When you yeah. get up to that age and you're still sharp, you're gonna yeah. last a while. I
1: mean, you kind of extend your life when you got somebody that cleans your glasses for
0: you too. <laughs> no kidding. I need someone to clean my glasses. <laughs> Stevie. 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 <laughs> Producer Stevie. Okay, let's take a quick break. We'll come back. Wrap the show with some picks. Okay, let's get to the picks of the weekend. We each got two picks. The first one is, uh, is our individual locks. Mm-hmm. The bet we're going to make no matter what. We're not looking past it. We're not second-guessing it. That's the lock of the week. The second pick is, is what I do. This is why I'm not that successful as a gambler. <laughs> it's the gut feeling pick. It's mm. the, ooh, I got a feeling. I don't know why, but I'm feeling this team might win. All right, all right. Let's start with Sean McCormick. Oh. Give us. Let's, let's start with the lock. What's your lock of the week? My weekend? lock?
2: You're not going to preface it by saying that, that my lock is usually trash. Well, I was going to do that KOD. afterwards.
0: Yeah, okay. So I also call Sean beso de la muerte. <laughs> That's Spanish for the kiss of death. Yeah. He puts the kiss of death on certain people. <laughs> he one time bet Will Zalatoris in the PGA. He got the yips and back surgery right <laughs> oh, after. God. Spencer Strider, we talked about him the other day. He Earlier was the starting the switch, pitcher for the Atlanta Braves. I liked him for the Cy Young. Who could win the NL Cy Young. He's like, oh, I think he could win it. I really like him. He goes out, pitches two and two-thirds, and gets pulled <laughs> in the game. So I'm just saying, for what it's worth, Bessel de la Muerte, yeah. Sean's Lock Pick of the Week.
2: I was I was debating between two teams this week, the Bills and the 49ers, both uh, road uh, favorites. Uh, but I I don't like that narrative that you brought up, the nine eleven, Aaron Rodgers is going to be buzzing. Uh, I'm going to go with the 49ers. That's my lock. I think uh, Wow. The I mean, I, I expect this game to be tight, but I like that it's only two and a half points. Um And and I just think that, you know, Kyle Shanahan, that offense, uh, is going to have too much for the, uh... (laughs) don't look at me like that Justin mm-hmm. too much for me uh, uh, on on the offensive side of the ball for the, even okay. the great Pittsburgh Steelers defense and then the 49ers defense is really solid we'll see what Kenny Pickett can do i just think that it's the public like the public is really likes the Steelers this year Loves and Steelers. i can see why i can see why and i'm not saying that the 40s, 49ers aren't a public team because they, because they are but i just think that's not enough points and i'm going to i'm going to take the 49ers all right Justin well it's funny you mentioned the 49ers oh. are your lock of the week. Because my lock of the week is the
1: Pittsburgh oh, Steelers. Oh, wow, Okay. How the hell is a Mike Tomlin team Two and a half point dogs at home. Oh, well, they're playing
0: arguably. They're uh, arguably the best team on. in the
1: league. At the end of last season, Kenny Pickett yeah. was playing very well. I would agree. Right? They had. I think George Pickens is going to have an explosive year this season. He is a man amongst boys out there. Oh, Najee Harris, I think will have a good year. Then you mentioned the great <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers defense. Yeah, it's right. Good. Minka Fitzpatrick leading that charge. Cam Hayward. I think Mike Tallman is a master motivator. And if you put Mike Tomlin as an underdog against the San Francisco 49ers, against a guy in Brock Purdy who, last time we saw him, his arm was in shambles, right? How is Brock Purdy going to perform back in the state of Pennsylvania, right? How is he going to perform? What's Nick Bosa going to be like? Is he really going to play, right? I mean, you paid him $170 million. He should play every single snap. He's going to play. But Pittsburgh Steelers plus two and a half is my absolute lock of the week because you cannot count out Mike Tomlin in Pittsburgh
2: on opening weekend. I didn't I didn't see that coming. I didn't
0: see that coming. I love I, that right, right. Uh, McCormick episode, VS Pooney Episode one. Episode one. He's he's All coming right, so, for me. He's coming for the so Sean's going with the 49ers Minus minus two and a half in Pittsburgh. That's a risky pick, brother. But listen, your Bessel de la muerte. Uh plus two and a half Steelers for Justin Pooney. My pick, um, I don't I probably shouldn't be making this the lock, but it's the lock. <laughs> New York Jets money line. Oh, plus one fourteen on uh, DraftKings wow. for all the reasons that I said before. I I can't I, I just can't see them losing this game. Okay. I all know right. the Bills are good. I get it. Josh Allen, one of the best quarterbacks in the league. You know, championship contender, Buffalo think, Bills. I brought up both teams. Monday Night Football and, and the Bills, and you guys are both picking against me. Monday. I see how this show's gonna go. <laughs> Hold on, Monday Night Football, prime time, Aaron Rodgers, I, I, New York. I, I'm not bringing up 9/11 once again, but listen, I brought it up <laughs> oh. once again. These things matter, and. These narrative sure. and these, you know, everything yeah, outside. They, they, uh, hold on. Some, the Morgan Hamlin thing. Too. Some, no, don't worry about that. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Why'd you throw that out there? Now you threw me off. <laughs> I'm still going Jets money line. Okay. okay. Gut feeling. I don't know why. Mm. I think this team might win pick of the week. Sean McCormick. Uh, let's go with the, the Tennessee Titans. The Titans. Uh Plus y- three. Three. Yeah, uh, to be honest,
2: I'd even take the money line. Okay. Right now, they're uh, uh, and again, plus 136. I like both these teams, too. I think people are writing off the Titans a, a little bit too much. Uh, I think that they're a solid organization led by, led by Mike Vrabel. They, they dealt with a ton of injuries last year and still competed. Obviously, mm-hmm. they fell down a bit <laughs> down the stretch. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. an understatement. But I still think they're very capable of winning this weak division. And... um I think that they can uh, defeat the Saints, who are, yeah, again, dealing with a new quarterback, Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't really like Dennis Allen, their head coach. Um, I think they're a talented squad, but
0: I'm just going to, again, gut feeling. I, li- I like the Titans this weekend. How, Derek about, Titans. how about DeAndre Hopkins picking up the phone and calling teams and listening to no, 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 no and lands with the Titans? Yeah, I mean, talk about something to prove this season. Yeah, he does. He'll, get, he'll get a huge target share too. Like, oh my yeah, God! Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't see Traylon Burks
1: moving the needle <laughs> this
0: year. And also sneakily, I think the Titans Saints one of the games of the weekend, and we didn't talk about it, but that's it should be a pretty good game. It's a, it's a battle of the mids. One of the, not, it's not one of those. It's like one of those ones you be like
2: dirty football, like where it's going to be tight the whole game. Yeah, it's a it's lot a, of like you know a lot of big hits. It's yeah. going to be like a grinder. It's a football mid-off, game, It's a mid off.
1: Yeah. It's going to be two teams that are middle of the pack. You know, it's battle of the mids. Yeah, battle of the mids. Oh mids. Mids. <laughs> Not whatever you just said. <laughs> I don't know what the hell you that even mids. means.
0: A battle of the yeah, mids. I mids, I said mids. No, he get said the mids, mids out. Mids. Uh, are you taking Titans money line or spread? Yeah, yeah let's go to the money line. So Please. plus 136 yeah. uh, at the Saints. Uh, okay, Justin Ah, uh, I don't know why, but I still have a weird, weird feeling that
1: the Colts plus four and a half against the Jaguars might be what? something you want to take a look at. I don't like it. Okay. What are, You don't know what you're going to get with Anthony Richardson. You say right? money line or spread? Spread. Plus five. Plus, uh, Is it plus five? Yeah. Okay, last time I looked it <laughs> was plus four and a half, so even better. Yeah, Colts plus five. Uh, I like that. Look, Anthony Richardson, we don't know what he's going to have, That's what he's going to do. Apparently, he's voted team captain. He's been, you know, working hard. It doesn't mean anything. Uh, It doesn't mean <laughs> anything. But, you know, they got Michael Pittman. You know, I know there's going to no Jonathan Taylor. But also, the, the Jaguars have, like, the one of the worst offensive lines in of football, right? Sure. Um And I, it's an AFC South matchup. You know, I... For whatever reason, I just think that... This is the pick, though.
0: This is the pick, bro. The Colts can cover that five-point spread. This is why it's the gut feeling. For whatever reason, you can't... Sometimes you just can't explain it. Sometimes you just hit the button... On the menu, and yeah, you're like, that, that is pure Vartanian, right? Yeah and, yeah, and some you don't even think about it, and it comes through, like, of course, because I thought about it. Yeah. Well, but would it surprise you if Anthony Richardson just kind of went off? Like, remember, like, oh, yeah, yes. it would be surprising, yeah, <laughs> really, of course,
2: judging by what I saw in the preseason, it would be, uh, again, I think he's got a bright future, good fantasy quarterback this year. I don't have high hopes for the Colts this year, nobody though.
1: has high hopes. I'm saying, like, you know, they, they could
0: put a good show, I would like it a lot more if, if Jonathan Taylor was playing, but then the line wouldn't be five, though. No, it wouldn't be, it'd probably be closer to yes. three. Without the hook. Sure. All right. So you're going Colts plus Cinco, five, uh, for my non-Spanish listeners. (laughs) My second pick. This is uh, obviously the gut feeling. I don't know why. Have you guys ever heard of the Super Bowl hangover? Yeah. Yeah, Started the show off with that. Yeah. The Eagles. Not my pick. I'm going with the Patriots. In Foxborough. You know what they're doing that night? Uh, oh, sorry, that day? Tom, Tom Brady. Uh, they're Tom, honoring Tom Brady. Is it, is it, is it on yes. Sunday? Yes, oh, Robert Kraft came out and talked about it. Okay. Um, He's going to be in the building. They're going to honor the goat who brought so much to New England. But against the, this Eagles you team, you want to talk you're, about you're taking them to lose by a field goal? Though you're not, you're, you're, you're not taking him to win, are you want to talk about extra motivation? You're not taking them no, to win, are you? To win right now. No, no. Pats no. plus four. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I could see that. And listen, that's a good
2: number. That's a field goal game. Yeah. I mean, it could be that the, the the Patriots have one of the best defenses in football. But again, that's a tall task. Yeah, but the, the gut feeling Eagles. doesn't think about. Those I get things. that. I get. But just think about what's going
0: to score points. Don't worry about it. Mac Jones, Brady's there. Ramondre, Bill, Bill O'Brien, Bill O'Brien. Mackie Jones, man, come on Zeke's there What? Hey, you never know You never know, dude So here are the picks Let me recap Sean's lock of the week 49ers minus two and a half poonies going steelers plus two and a half they're going head to head i got the jets money line god on the gut feeling picks of the week sean's going titans money line plus 136 poonies with the colts uh and the plus points and i'm with the pats plus points there go. as well
2: i like that both your picks were like gut feeling picks they're like, yeah. that's,
0: to me that's the jets is the lock man that's not a lock but that hey good luck no the jets are my lock yeah yeah but they're not what do you mean they're You're not? they're not a ball. lock but good luck I wish you well. Dude, I wish everyone well. <laughs> Listen, if you tell me, I apologize in advance, but hopefully you win. Boys, good podcast today. I had a lot of fun. So did I. Did you actually? Yeah. We got. Though, if you're watching this on video, by the way, Sean's got a Broncos t-shirt on <laughs> and, with a Broncos logo behind his well, head. Yeah,
2: I, I bring all of the football gear. I went to the Jets Bengals last year. Uh, my buddy gave me that Broncos head That you
0: can sort of see behind me uh-huh.
2: uh, Again, I'm not going to have a lot of opportunity To win the uh, wear a Broncos shirt this year I, f- I think they finished like 6-11 or
0: whatever uh-huh. uh, I don't, What do you mean opportunity? Want... You're a fan of the team You can wear whatever you oh, want Oh, I'm going to wear it But I just mean like Oh, you're but one but of those I fans. think they're going to win this week Oh, you're one of those fans I think they're going to win this week oh, okay.
2: I'm not one of those fans You only support your team when oh, they win please. Oh, please, yeah oh, You know wow. me Big Leafs guy Big Jays guy big God <laughs> Yeah, I they don't call me they call me Beso de la Muerte for a reason.
0: Beso de la Muerte. <laughs> it's gonna be a segment on this show, the Kiss of Death Pick of the Week. Okay. Uh, for our podcast listeners, Justin Poonies has a nice baby blue uh, Michael Jordan sweater on my,
1: right I, now. I, I, yeah. Right. I
0: mean, well, I, I see Jordan's logo in the I'm middle. I'm it on a flight after, so I dress for comfort. Did there. you get that from the Nike store, or Alibaba.com? The Nike store, actually. <laughs> okay, so that. it's not a Fugazi. No. I, no. That's not, only my fo- my soccer jerseys are Fugazi. We might have to throw in like a Fugazi Pick of the Week. What's Stevie's Fugazi Pick of the Week? Producer Stevie, just yell one out quickly. Um, Oh, he's going with the Bengals. Okay. I like that. Do you? Yeah. All right. So we'll just go with producer Stevie's pick of the week, the Bengals. The Bengals. (laughs) Against the Browns. All right. That's it for the show today. Uh, Thanks so much for watching and listening. Uh, If you want to download the podcast anywhere you get your podcast, you'll find Homestand Sports. We're dropping podcasts every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. We'll be back next week for Sean McCormick. Justin Pooney. I'm Albert Vartanian. This has been Homestand Sports.